0: hello and welcome to another episode of the odd topic podcast today brett and i are bringing you another odd topic shorts episode Woohoo! speaking of shorts i'm not wearing any i don't have to because brett and i are still recording separately for now but you didn't need to know that because you can't see me anyway all right (laughs) moving on So I've got a pretty bad swearing habit. I've been trying my best to tone it down lately because there's babies around and I know they can't understand me, but still. So I've caught myself starting to say some pretty silly words in places that I'd usually drop a swear word. You know, like dang nabbit and goodness grape juice. (laughs) Really dumb. One of those words I used recently was inspired by one of those old Dick Dastardly cartoons, you know. So I hit my toe on the coffee table while carrying a child, as one does, Uh, didn't drop it, don't worry, and I went, (laughs) oh curses, which is a pretty weird thing to say, but like an angel from the heavens, it dawned on me, the topic for the week. That's right, the whole point of that convoluted and possibly made up story was to give an awkward segue to today's topic, curses. Now I have tackled a curse or two on the show before. I believe most recently was my topic on the Titanic where I mentioned it sank because of the curse of the mummy that was on board. But um, there are a lot of famous curses out there. So let's take a look at a few more, why don't we? I know Brett's got a pretty good one as well. So for my curse, I'd like to talk about the curse of the Polish king's tomb. Ooh. So Casimir IV Jagiellon was the Grand Duke of Lithuania in 1440 and he graduated to the King of Poland in 1447. He was notably an incredibly active king who managed to make his house one of the leading houses in Europe after successfully defeating the Teutonic Knights in the 13-year war. Now, Casimir died in 1492. He was 64 years old and had like 13 kids. Uh, After the war, he successfully annexed Prussia into Polish territory. He restored Pomerania and several other important cities. Thanks to him, Poland became a wealthy country in Europe, and he's considered to be one hell of a king. Uh, anyway, as I said before, like all men, great or not, he died. He was, he was buried in quite a large and simple, yet nice-looking wooden casket, which was placed inside a tomb and pretty much closed off for many years to come. However, in 1973, a group of archaeologists found the tomb and wanted to open it. So this was during the times of sort of peak Indiana Jones style tomb raiding. Much like the excavations of the tombs of Egypt, a lot of hype surrounded this grand unveiling or grand opening. So the archaeologists actually joked that perhaps there was going to be a curse put upon them if they opened the tomb, again referencing the popular Egyptian curses that were making their rounds at the time, specifically Tutankhamen's curse where many people died after opening his tomb. Man, I hope if I'm ever exhumed in a few hundred years time, Somebody thinks I'll put a curse on them. Okay, well, if my own is ever opened, I guess, because I'd rather be cremated. That's besides the point. Anyway, so they opened the tomb and found the decayed remains of King Casimir after having received permission from Cardinal Carol Wachiala, who was the Archbishop of Krakow. Side note, this dude loved opening up all tombs, and he always supported these archaeological endeavours. He also later became Pope John Paul II, So a pretty important guy. Now, the coffin itself was covered in textiles and resin, essentially sealing it off and decreasing the rate of decomposition. The archaeologists opened it up, did their thing, and analyzed the body in a lab to help uncover the secrets of the emperor. So some time went on, and wouldn't you know it, the jokes of the archaeologists came true. And four out of the twelve of them quickly met their demise. And others died of cancer and other illnesses a few years later. That's right, the curse had struck. Much to the shock and awe of everybody, these men were cursed for desecrating the sacred tomb of the king. Some suffered strokes and others died from strange infections almost immediately, whilst others died, as I said, of cancer a few years later. At least 15 people who were at the scene that day, or possibly more, died. This included the paleontologists and the laboratory workers who were investigating the corpse. Of course, the news travelled all over about the curse of King Casimir, and it took the world by storm. People rarely believed this curse, and many believed it to be the vengeance of the king for desecrating his sacred burial place. I mean, maybe it's time we stopped poking around with dead people. Just saying. The fact is that the sealed tomb and coffin had effectively created a biological bomb. 500 years in a damp, stuffy, sealed off environment had caused a very, very nasty form of fungus to grow known as Aspergillus flavus. It's a very, very toxic fungus, um, toxic to mammals anyway, and it's a quick killer, causing all kinds of infection and leading to cancer. Now I guess when they were joking because of the ancient Egypt curse, they weren't that far off, because it's the exact same fungus that caused the curse of Tutankhamun as well. At the time there was not much known about microbiology, so it's not like they knew enough to be able to avoid it. Believe it or not, many people to this day don't actually believe it was just a fungus, but still the wrath of King Casimir. So what do you think it is, a fungus or a curse? I'll leave that one up to you. My, my bet's on fungus because, you know, lab testing. In fact, even now, thanks to all these sort of situations that happened, whenever modern-day tombs and not just tombs, but crypts and, and, you know, catacombs and things, whenever you enter those areas, it's actually highly advised to wear appropriate respiratory devices and if you kind of are prone to illness or have a weak immune system to just avoid it altogether so imagine that you think you're a hot shit or should i say you think you're hot doo-doo and you're basically this rock star archaeologist you're indiana jones you're breaking open a tomb and you die from some unknown silent killer that you don't even know is there that's a pretty pretty horrible way to go i guess all right thank you for joining me for that little quick shorts episode where i am in fact wearing shorts i lied to you of course i'm wearing shorts i'm not some kind of animal brett on to you
1: ah curses if it isn't pharaoh's tomb or uttering macbeth's name in theaters there seems to be a curse for everyone whether you believe in them or not sometimes a series of events are a little too strange. be coincidental if you're able to link the events back to a common ancient cause well even more reason to believe in them right well that and maybe the fact that this one was proved right seven times over we've all heard of the cursed ancestral lands of native america burial grounds that wreak havoc on the new inhabitants and tales of curses attached to people for years our story today is much like that The Battle of Tippecanoe was fought on November 7, 1811 in Indiana, USA. Led by then governor of Indiana, William Henry Harrison, he had led an army of a thousand men to the border of Prophetstown to defend the confederacy due to increased tension caused by the European-American settlements. Harrison's army was startled by a surprising attack by Tenskwatawa and his brother. They then proceeded to attack and burn Prophetstown down to the ground. Tenskwatawa, also known as the Shawnee Prophet, was distraught after the battle. His people had lost their homes and crops and thus placed a curse on Harrison and the New Federacy. Now, speculation or not, the events I'm going to say did happen. If you choose to believe that they are linked to the curse or not, it's totally up to you. So Harrison was elected president in 1840 and he was sworn into office in 1841. One month later, he contracted pneumonia and passed away. 20 years later, in 1860, Abraham Lincoln took office and soon, into his second term, was tragically assassinated. 20 years later, in 1880, James A. Garfield took office and one year later, he too was assassinated. I'm not sure if you're sensing the pattern here, but in case you didn't, I'll proceed. So 20 years after Garfield's assassination in 1900, William McKinley took office and, like the others, was unfortunately assassinated. This continues. Warren G. Harding took office in 1920 and suffered a heart attack. Franklin D. Roosevelt took office in 1940 and suffered a cerebral hemorrhage. John F. Kennedy, who took office in 1960, was unfortunately also assassinated. You may be thinking to yourself, people die. And more so, there have been so many past presidents that you could almost find a pattern in anything. But what if I told you that barring Zachary Taylor, they were the only presidents to pass away in office? And they were all elected 20 years apart in a year ending with a zero. So what broke the curse? I mean, Kennedy passed away and 20 years has definitely passed since then with no deaths. Well, the next victim was supposed to be Ronald Reagan. He was elected 20 years after Kennedy and took office in 1980. He was also the target of an attempted assassination. Reagan was lucky enough to survive and according to theorists, broke the curse. He managed to outlive his term and ended the tragic run of deaths. George W. Bush was next in line. Elected in 2000, he's still alive and kicking. Biden? Yeah, the current president, who was elected in 2020. But let's hope for his sake that Reagan truly did break the curse. And that's the last we hear of the typical new curse. Now, don't get me wrong. You all know that I'm a complete skeptic. I'll always try and find some realism where I can in, I don't know, specific things like this. And I won't lie to you i do find it very strange that there is an odd pattern to the presidents who have passed away in office very specifically 20 years apart starting from 1840 all the way through and okay sure not all of them were a very specific cause of death i mean we do have a lot of assassinations and the pneumonia and cerebral hemorrhaging did kind of you know change it up a bit but is that the reason for it i know we hear a lot about these cursed lands and the whole Native American um, tribesmen and how they deal with things. But that could also just be our mind telling us to find some sort of pattern. And obviously, there are people out there who like to see patterns like this in these kinds of things. I mean, if you gave the internet half a chance, they would find a million and one different ways to claim that there's something happening in the US presidency, whether it be lizard people in the royal family or illuminati in the pentagon there's always something there's always something weird that somebody wants to bring up and i mean this this talk of curse has been going on for years i mean there's so much material online about it and there's so many people who claim that it's real um that you just got to look at it and kind of take what you want out of it uh and i think that's like it for most curses i mean everything from the simple you can't congratulate someone uh who's about to be in a play or something like that so you tell them to break a leg there's weird ways that people are dealing with things nowadays because of well actually purely superstition I mean let's get real most of this is superstitious stuff that um, I don't know all links back to apparent curses who knows do you know of any curses I mean have you heard of anything uh, even something close to you where something has been cursed or anything like that are you superstitious about anything and worried about kind of cursed stuff it's super interesting. I won't lie to you. I found it very, very interesting and it's cool to look into them. Uh, I can't say that I believe half of them, but yeah, I mean, even if you look at stuff like the treasures and that, like the, the Curse of Oak Island, I think it was a show on Discovery. It's very, very cool. And not that anything did happen, but apparently, like through Legacy and all that, some stuff had to happen back in the day. So yeah, let me know if there are any cool curses that you've heard of or any cool treasure stuff. Uh, it's really interesting to us and you know we'll put it into another episode someday but yeah thanks for listening this is it for this week guys catch you again next week with another short um and yeah you know the normal deal catch us on all social media platforms at autobic podcast catch us on our website autobicpodcast.com and yeah if not send us an email community at autobicpodcast.com that's it again for us this week see you guys later stay fresh bye